0: Oh, yeah. oh,
1: This is Righteous Radio, this is DJ Yacobbe, this is a new year, supposedly, the new year actually starts in March, but this is the colonialized new year, this is DJ Yako. How's everybody doing? Shalom Israel, Yisrael, Righteous Radio is back. They can't stop me, they can only hope to contain me baby. (laughs) This is DJ Yaakov, this is Righteous Radio where the truth is the sound. And that was the great awakening. So, another year, and new wine. (laughs) Another year is upon us, and this year, Righteous Radio is taking it right to you, we're hitting you off with the video broadcast as opposed to just the audio broadcast that we were doing all praises to the most high creator of the earth the sea and me <laughs> and thee <laughs> so we have another broadcast we're going to give you mostly music but of course as I always do we going we have to give you some scriptural Foundation. You know, I always give you scriptures to give to your pastors. Give, you know, I I want you to give some scriptures to your pastors because not only will you be enlightened by the answers that they give to these scriptures, which most of them they won't have answers for more than likely, but or they'll have the wrong answers. But also, when you give these scriptures to your pastors, what's going to happen is it's going to spark their brain to study in a different area than just what you're going to put in the tithe plate this week or uh, you know uh, what you have to do to be saved. He who endureth until the end shall be saved. <laughs> But, I want to spark conversation with some of the scriptures that I will give you. So, we're going to do all that today. We're going to have a lesson, as we always do, but we're going to mostly give you music on this broadcast. The lesson today, ah, it's going to be called, Is There Salvation Without Obligation? Mm. Good question. <laughs> but we're going to keep you moving with music on this broadcast of Righteous Radio. We're going to keep the music flowing. And hopefully you'll get some, uh, you, you will learn about some uh, Israelite artists that you didn't already know about. This next Israelite, uh, he, he more so is into Orthodox Judaism, even though he is an Israelite. But, you know, some Israelites don't know the capacity that they are Israelites, and some Israelites don't know that they're Israelites at all, like some of y'all that's sitting up in the Christian church every week. <laughs> this guy at least knows that he is uh, of the children of Israel, but he's more so in the Orthodox Judaism. But we're gonna give him some spin today, because we love this brother just like we love all of our brothers and sisters. This is DJ Yaakov, this is Righteous Radio, and this next song is called The Mother Lamb Bounce by Nassim Block. Oh my goodness.
2: Let's go back to our place in Kiswana. No.
3: We are staying right here. This is the
2: motherland. Yeah. Here, we go, here, we go, here.
3: We go for the motherland. Yeah, yeah. We go play it Latin to the shit together. Yeah. Check it out now, motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. We yeah, a Black and Yiddish. I've with a Sammy Davis cousin. Tried to dodge the industry, but now my name is buzzing. They all saying that I'm conscious. I say that it's nonsense. So I say I've been on since on. Had an on switch from Seattle, the rainy city where my mom lived. In Jerusalem, the golden city that was conquered. But still we moving onward. Motherland conquest. Smell me like an armpit. Yeah. yeah, we gon' play it loud until they shut up. Yeah, we gon' blow. The- Check it out now, motherland bounce, we robber. My mama told me that I read good. Been on my straight and narrow, but my history is legal. Thank God today that we could Buy a box of Cheerios or Kicks. I can even buy tricks. I'm no longer on with EBT called RIP in my passport lip. Step like a notary from every country that I went. Ain't a country like this from the others you've been sent. Black is beautiful. This gon' be the motherland hit. Yeah. Yeah. We gon' play it loud to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. We gon' blow the roof above off the building. Yeah. yeah. We gon' play that motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. We baba, Yeah. Yeah. Bounce. Yeah. 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 Bounce. Yeah. 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 Bounce. yeah. 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 He, yeah. 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 he said it's God's plan But I'm God's man yeah. I used to run with BGD. BGD I dropped the B and put an O after the G yeah. Six points still big up King D In the synagogue, camouflage But I can't wipe the skin off I'm proud of it, it's loud of it But I'm not trying to crisscross I done made it this far Hold it all in my heart I hope and breaks myself When they take their socks off Ain't no Monkey business, cause ain't no monkeys in here I know what you've been thinking The black A blinking, Just wanted you to be aware Signing off, it's Mr. Black Hitler's worst nightmare, yeah hey, shit. We gon' play it louder to the kiddo We gon' blow the roof above the building We gon' play that motherland bounce Check it out, that motherland bounce Check it out, that motherland bounce Pee-Baba We gon' play it louder to the kiddo Check
2: it out mother, Check out mother, We You got to take your hat off, man. Another one? got to take your hat off, brother. I can't cut your hair. Tell y'all I ain't from around here. You need to leave them chains here. You ain't going to make it up the block. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the motherland bounce. Y'all definitely need to leave them chains here. You know what I mean? Y'all definitely need to lead them chains here. Literally. The chains that we have on our minds in the black community. In the black church. Mm. You see, as I came into the reality of who I was in the scripture. As I came into the reality of my lineage, um, I realized a few things. I was always, as a, 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 the, the closer I came to the truth, I started to say, eh, I, I can't call myself a Christian because uh, Christianity is just, you know, I mean, the, the, the anybody can call themselves a Christian nowadays. Uh, and, uh, you know, I kind of felt like I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to wear the label Christian any longer just because of the embarrassment of some of the uh, Christian folk out here, the ones that's in these churches and the ones that, you know, you see in the news doing crazy stuff, and and, and then the fact that the Ku Klux Klan called themselves Christians, and then the fact that, you know, uh, uh, really... If you go worldwide in the in the worldwide perception of things, you know our perception of things are Americanized, but if in the worldwide perception of things, the, the leader of Christianity uh is seen to be the Pope. Um so there's a lot of reasons why I didn't want to call myself a Christian. Uh not In the least bit of those reasons was the fact that I didn't totally agree with the doctrine of Christianity any longer. So, as I have come into more study, I realized that, obviously, we know about the Scripture in the Bible where it says that uh, certain uh, people were called Christians. I think it was Silas and uh, I forget the other name but they were called Christians. Now those were true Christians. What do I mean? They were law keepers. They were Sabbath keepers. And they were called Christians. So the evolution that I have taken meant in my mentality, is that I should not distance myself from calling myself a Christian, but I realize who the true Christians are. Under the mantle of Christianity, which the devil has taken the word Christian, the root word Christian that derived from Christ, and started a religion Which God doesn't adhere to religion. Ain't no religion. It's it's God's laws, statutes, and commandments. That's it. So, the enemy took a religion and called it Christianity, using the root word Christian. And those that are under Christianity are under the devil. But there are those who are really followers of Christ that are called Christians. But you have to be a a keeper of the laws, statutes, and commandments. You have to be following the Sabbath day. You can't be out here eating pork chops and and crab and lobster and all of that stuff. You, You have to follow the Scripture and the law. Because in the Scriptures, the Most High said the law was forever. And I don't think... I could be wrong, I doubt it, but I don't think that the word forever or the definition for forever has changed. I think it still means forever. <laughs> so, we're going to keep music flowing. I ain't going to talk your ear off too much right now. This is DJ Yako. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is is the sound, and this is the lady group, 3B Joy, or I'm sorry, let me get their name correctly, 3B4 Joy, singing, I know who I am, now, I wonder, do a lot of you out here know who you are? Three before joy. I know who I am. All praises to the Most High. We are are a
0: chosen generation. Absolutely. show is excellent, all I require for life, God has given me, I know who I am, we are a chosen generation, all for the show is excellent, all I, require, all I require for life, God has given me, I know God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I'm at. I know who.
1: To sisters who know who they are. Knowing who you are is important when you pick up the book, very important, very important. The most, of the most importance is who you are in the book. Because if you don't know who you are in the book, you cannot know how to apply the book to your life. Unto the Israelites was given the oracles of God. What is an oracle? Hmm. The scripture says, unto us was given the oracles of God. So, if you remember... In the movie The Matrix, the oracle was the female they sent Neo to that had all the knowledge. Now, of course, in equating what the Bible is speaking of as an oracle, it's not talking about some woman that's at the top of the uh, apartment complex that you go to and, and ask her what to do. (laughs) but that was just an allegory or uh, that was the way that they portrayed an oracle. The Bible's portrayal of an oracle, the Bible is talking about the Bible. The Bible are the oracles of God. The scriptures are the oracles of God. Unto us were given the oracles of God. Some of you that have been in the seminary schools or cemetery school, I call it, uh, and then been taught under these non-melanated people, (laughs) it wasn't given unto them to teach you the scriptures. And that's why you running in the walls and and, and walking around in a fog, you think you got it all together, but the proof is in the pudding. Christianity is in disarray. Anybody who's being honest, the truth will set you free. Anybody who's being honest will admit that Christianity is in disarray. It's in disarray because it was created by the devil. Christianity has killed more people on the earth. It's only one religion that's killed probably as many people as Christianity has killed, and that's Islam. There are real Christians in the earth, and they are really anointed, and they are really of God. But Christianity, the label, the religion, Christianity, the religion, is of the devil. That's why you're running behind paganism, throwing up Christmas trees. That's why when we was kids, can you imagine that when we were kids, we were allowed to go to haunted houses and trick-or-treat? We celebrated Halloween as Christians, supposedly Christians, but when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I acted as a child, but now I'm a man and I put away childish things. When we was kids, we was running up behind Christianity. Now. I'm a grown but man. And I have evolved because I have seek to find the Most High God. When you seek Him, you will find Him. And He ain't in Christianity. All these Christians out here, I've been dealing with. Let me stop saying all these Christians, all these people in Christianity. See, because this is the thing it's very tricky. You have to be able to decipher between Christianity and a Christian. It's two different things. That's what I've evolved into understanding. The Christians are in the Bible. Those are people that follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the most, excuse me, oh my goodness, of the most high and as the scripture says in John if you love me keep my commandments they 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 followed the sabbath days and the commandments christianity is a religion that started out with uh constantine catholicism then it evolved into protestantism where they they made you believe that they was breaking away from catholics and, and starting the true Christianity. Yeah, they was, they was starting Christianity. But when they broke away from the Catholics, they still took all of the paganism in the Catholic Church. only thing they broke away from really was that they don't believe that the Pope is the vicar of Christ, that he is God represented on the earth. And behind the scenes, they really do still believe that too, probably. Because they're all in one gang behind the scenes. But the Protestants, they still took all that paganism with it. Easter eggs and bunny wabbits and, uh, you know, Christmas and Santa Claus. All of that stuff. Ask yourself why Christmas was outlawed. Uh, I, I gotta pull this stuff up. I should have it ready, but Christianity. I, I what I'm saying is what I don't have ready is it's it's what was the year that Christmas? Did I say Christianity? I meant to say Christmas. Christmas was outlawed until a certain year. Let me see. Let me let me pull this up. And the reason it was outlawed is because they said it was pagan. Mm. because they said it was pagan. I'm going to pull it up for you because that's important we just got past Chris or Christ Mass <laughs> like Catholic Mass but Christ Mass see Christ is a is a label or um, Christ is not a name it's a title There were many Christ's, but our Christ, who you call Jesus Christ, I call Yeshua, uh, or Yahushua. Uh, And those are two different people too, because your Jesus Christ is a stringy-haired white boy, the image they put up. Now, I'm not saying that if you use Jesus, the name Jesus, that you're wrong. You can use the name Jesus. It's the English translation, although I don't see why we have to have a translation of somebody's name. Just call them what their name is. If somebody move over here from China and his name is Quan Ling, (laughs) uh, we call him Quan Ling when he get over here. We don't translate his name to English, the the English translation of his Chinese name. No, you know what I'm saying? We call him what his name is. But I digress on that point because, you know, I begin to realize that it's not even, that that battle is an endless battle that is not even worth fighting. Uh, If you, I mean, some of the, Israelites also call him Jesus, and I'm not going to say that they're wrong for that, because like I said, that is considered the English translation of his name, but his name couldn't have been actually Jesus uh, in the flesh, because there was no J's, no letter J back then, and that that's just the truth, I mean, y'all get tired of hearing it, you probably feel like we like a broken record when we say it, but. It's true. There were no letter J's back then, so his name couldn't be Jesus, but I won't I won't fight that battle right now as far as the whole Jesus battle because, you know, the big battle to fight is following the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. Uh, that is the thing that Christ would have told us to do in the scriptures. That he did tell us to do in the scriptures. Um, but Christmas was outlawed. It says Christmas observance was outlawed in Boston in 19, 1659. The ban by the Puritans was revoked in 1681, but that's not really the whole thing. Christmas was not only banned in Boston, it was illegal in the United States until 1836. Yes. So, until 1836, Christmas wasn't even legal in this country. And the reason why it's more important than the fact that it wasn't, it was because they said it was pagan. Everybody knows it's pagan. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, everybody knows it's pagan. But people still do it because they say, well, I'm celebrating it. Because I know what's in my heart, and I'm celebrating my Lord and Savior's birthday. Well, if your Lord and Savior wasn't born on that day, then you're celebrating somebody's birthday. If it, it couldn't be his that you're celebrating on that day, because that wasn't the day he was born. Now, you could say you're celebrating his birthday on that day, but the birthday who you really celebrating on that day is all the pagan gods who were born on that day. The reason why they merged Christmas into Christianity is to appease the pagans that they wanted to get to follow. Uh, they, They wanted to merge pagans into their religion. Of Christianity. Which Christianity is really... Not the worship of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Christianity that uh, Constantine implemented, Constantine was a big Mithras worshiper. Mithras looks very similar to, to the Christ image they give you. White guy, long stringy hair and beard. Listen, I don't want to go too long on this. Uh, We're going to get back into some music because I got some scriptures for y'all later. And if I talk too much, run off on my soapbox too much, it'll be too long. So we're going to hit you with my boys from the Judah Band with a song called For My Good. This is Righteous Radio. This is DJ Yacob.
3: you need. Bring on up here.
0: Oh, my.
1: That was uh, Judah Band I love Judah Band I'm sure that uh, If you listen to More of their music You will love them too Judah Band uh, <clears throat> This awakening All over the earth cannot be stopped Mm-mm. You ain't stopping this you might say, well, we ain't trying to stop you. We're just doing what we're doing over here and y'all do what y'all doing over there. Ain't going to work like that either. We know that the churches are losing people by the moment. The Most High is not pleased with what we have paraded out here as the Christian church. No. There was a time where he winked at our mamas and grandmamas. but We are in an age right now where winking has stopped. We must come into the knowledge of who we are as a people. And once we come into the knowledge of who we are as a people, then we will come into the knowledge of what we need to do per the book. We are obligated more so than others in the earth they are supposed to learn from us unto us was given the oracles of God we are supposed to be teaching the scriptures we are supposed to have the knowledge we have the anointing we you know I'm gonna dispel something real quick before I'm, I'm and then I'm gonna put you back in the next video but this this ain't gonna take but a minute I had one of my Family members, I ain't gonna say no names, but they know who they are if they see this. That threw out some cockamamie stuff about, <laughs> oh man. You know, y'all need to stop just parroting what you've heard through the grapevine, or I ain't gonna even say that. This particular thing was a scripture. You know what? I ain't going to do that right now. I'm going to show, I'm going to, I got a clip where I went into this, this thing. It it was, it was a claim or a scripture that somebody quoted, uh, probably in in, uh, reference to the fact that the true prophets are waking up in the earth and letting people know who the people are. So they pop out this scripture about, God ain't no respecter of person. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) There's plenty of scriptures in the Bible that say, God is no respecter of person. I I ain't denying that. But when you learn these precepts, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, then you understand that you can't just take one scripture and pop it out there and think that that's what it is. You have to be able to put the pieces of the puzzle together. That's the way the Bible was made. That's why in Isaiah 28 and 10, I think it is, he said, you know, Precept upon precept. That's why, you know, I bang on people that throw up these scriptures and try to paint a certain narrative, but they don't have a precept to the scripture that they're putting up. So, you know, if you don't have a precept, then you can't show the full understanding of the scripture because every scripture don't just mean what you think it means. So they popped out there about... uh, God ain't no respected person. There's all kinds of scriptures in the Bible that say God ain't no respected person, but there's also all kinds of scriptures in the Bible that say God will have respect unto his people, unto Israel. It says it's, it's about as many of them that say he'll have respect unto Israel as it is that say that there's no respected person. So then you have to say, well, what is that scripture? trying to say, if it says God is no respecter of person, it has to have a different meaning than what you think it means, because there are other scriptures that would contradict that if we believe that the Bible contradicts itself, but if you know the precepts, then you know the Bible does not contradict itself, so then you have to say, well, that scripture must not mean what I think it means. What it's talking about is, he will have no respecter of person when it comes to judgment. His people have to go through judgment, just like everybody. And we'll be judged harsher than everybody else. And I, I, I got a, I got the scriptures to back up what I'm saying, and I got a, I got a clip that I'm gonna play uh, in this broadcast. I'm gonna put in this broadcast where I, I was teaching on 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 just this particular branch of scripture. But it just shows me how what we were taught, how far off we are from how far off I was before I came into the knowledge of this truth and how far off my people uh, that I grew up with in the church are because they don't have certain understanding um, of how the scriptures are to be deciphered or they won't allow themselves to enter into even the thought that they are the people. Because they're colonialized mentally. The white man has taught you that he is God. <laughs> He's taught you that the only one in the Bible is the man that was helping Jesus carry the cross, Simon. Is it Simon? Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. And so we are destroyed as a people mentally. And we wouldn't even consider that we are the people. A lot of us that's been that's grew up in that colonialized Christianity wouldn't even consider it. Just like the scripture said, "My people, (laughs) the ox knows his master," and (laughs) and and and, and, uh, you always get mixed up with the animals. They say at the first part of the scripture, but it says, "My people." Y'all know the scripture I'm talking about. It says my people, they they won't even consider. You won't even consider who you are, many of you, because you are, you have been mentally primed, just like on the Matrix when they put that thing in the back of your neck. (laughs) You have been raised from a child to be primed to think a certain type of way. And it's worked well. But some of us were had an anointing on us that, that some of us, when you pray really hard to seek the most high, he will break that spell and send you down the right path. And once you go down the right path, you can't even imagine the path that you were on. Listen, I want y'all to see this interview. Oh, excuse me. I want you guys to see, this is uh, Ben Blackwell, Um, one of our people, obviously, over in Israel. He's a rap star over in Israel. I've played his songs many times on Righteous Radio, Uh, but I want you guys to be able to see him in... uh, now that we're on video, I want you guys to be able to take a look at him and see what he's doing, and uh, just know that our people all over the earth are waking up. And um, some of our people are over in Israel, but it's not good to be over there right now. It's not the time because they, you know, they actually trying to kick uh, the true Israelites out of Israel right now. You know, because they they discriminate against them because they know they know who they are and who they not, and they get angry at that. So they want to get them out of there. They don't want they don't want because <laughs> they know when we go back over there for real, when 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 the Most High call us back over there for real, when we actually get back over there in our land, oh, it's curtains for this this regime. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Will be in force at that time. So, let's hit you off with this interview with being blackwell. And then we'll get into some scriptures. This is Righteous Radio. This is DJ Yacht Cove. Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. From the land of milk, honey, let's
3: see how much you can. Let's go. It's where we go, uh, it's where we
4: go. Uh, ben Blackwell has been going hard his entire life. I-S-R-A-E-L-Y-12,
3: my home, my town, my
4: crown. My- ben was born in the hills of northern Israel, overlooking the Canaret. However, he spent most of his childhood years with his grandparents in Dimona in southern Israel.
3: His title in our community was the Prince of Patience. It was funny because he had no patience. But with time and following the Creator, yeah. You know, he earned his new title and his new spirit as the Lion.
4: Fifty years ago, his late grandfather, known by the title Prince Hizkiyahu, was one of the pioneers of the Hebrew-Israelite community who left the United States and came home
2: to the promised land.
4: Also known as B'nai Israel, meaning sons of Israel, they believe their heritage goes back to the Garden of Eden, which is why they are even vegan.
3: We live according to the Genesis before the fall of Adam and Eve. In that time, the Creator gave us instructions to eat, we were allowed to eat from every tree, yielded fruit, and that should be for our meat.
4: The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Ben has inherited his grandfather's musical talent and has been writing and recording songs since childhood. With hundreds of songs under his belt, Ben took a hiatus while serving in the Israeli military. And then, his grandfather passed away, less than a year ago. Recently, Ben filmed the music video for his new song, Life on the Edge, with a new label, La French Records. And within only a month on YouTube, the video has already gone viral. So
3: can't keep a man cause they don't know how to treat you. I do, girl, me, you are the, My true sound, my true self, in music, my inspiration is 100% y'all. I ask him for guidance, I think his his spirit who I write on the beat and that's how it happens
4: and whenever he feels down he could always look at this view in the land of Israel to give him divine inspiration
3: this tree gonna grow stand strong because the stretch you show it's about to let the whole world know that this tree gonna grow
4: Emily Francis i-24 news
1: All right, that's uh, the brother Ben Blackwell. Now, I will say this. And some of you will disagree with me. Um, I don't think that when we do music as Israelites, when we do music, when we do things in the earth, I don't think we should mimic The world. It's the same way with Christianity. When you're in Christianity, Christianity wants to mimic the world. They want to do everything the world does, but put a Christian spin on it. No, that's not what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to be. That's just like what I was talking about with Halloween. We're not supposed to even participate in that pagan madness. That's actual devil worship. We're not even supposed to participate in that as God's people so that means we can't run out there and put on a Jesus outfit and and trick or treat are you kidding me are you kidding me you are still participating in the devil's devices when you do that so my my brother Ben Blackwell here he's a very talented artist and I ain't banging on him, uh, but I will say that we have to hold a higher standard uh, when it comes to the way we present ourselves. As as in Leviticus, the Most High said, I am holy, be ye holy. And the girls scantily clad in the videos and stuff, we don't need to be doing that. Now this brother makes a lot of beautiful uh, rap music that has stuff in there about Yah, uh, you know, has, you know, I mean he 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 definitely uh is a follower of the most high, I believe, but I think that we need to pray for our brethren, not just him, but our brethren in this lineage. Because it's not a religion. It's not a even a belief. It's just who we are as a people. Uh, we need to pray for our people, not to be like the Christians who want to do secular songs with secular artists and all kind of stuff. Although, let me not say that I sound. I, see, sometimes I slip back into that that Christian thing, you know. I was talking about secular artists because you know, in, in, in Christian church, they used to talk about worldly music. Gospel music just as worldly as anything else. So, um, I'll just say this: I ain't going to put it out there as you know, from the standpoint of secular artists, because they all secular, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But we just need to portray ourselves in a fashion that represents the Most High in the best possible way. So when we do our videos, our women don't need to be. And, and I might get back in, you know, DJ Yaakov, we, <laughs> you know, I I I kind of retired from music for the for the time being, but there may be a time I might pop back out there with some, I got some music still in me that the most high still got in me. And but you you ain't never gonna see me do a video with scantily clad women. Why? Because I ain't trying to be like the world. I'm trying to be like the most high. The most, if we don't want scantily clad women running around where we worshiping, uh, and if we're going to teach our daughters and our women to be modest, as the most high would have them to dress in modest apparel, if we're going to teach them to follow the scriptures and the laws, statutes, and commandments, then we, we we have to do that in every facet of what we do. So that's the only problem I have with young Ben. Ben Blackwell, when they were showing his videos, is and I, you know, I've played some of his music on Righteous Radio before, but that's the only problem I had is, you know, get the scantily clad women out your video and, and put and have these females dressed appropriately, covering their bodies up and respecting the Most High. Because if you are a priest of the Most High, then you have to have everything around you be holy. And that was one of the problems I had in the Christian church. You know, I mean, it's like we act like everybody else. You know, throwing Valentine parties in the church and all kind of craziness. You know, we we got to come out of that that mentality. But if you can't even come out of Christianity. To know that you're supposed to follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, and we know that as a people, we ain't gonna come out of our pagan mentalities when it comes to trying to follow behind the world. So, anyway, but the brother uh, being Blackwell, he's uh, he's doing his thing, and uh, I think he's uh, a youth that many of our youths can look up to. But we just need to teach them. If you're going to be doing music for the most high, you have to represent the most high in every facet of it. That's my take on it. Now, let's check out this uh, video. I kind of looked at this video ahead of time to see what what it was saying because I wanted to make sure that uh, this video was... uh, not banging on my people uh of the Israelite lineage and uh it's not really banging on it. It's he's talking about Kendrick Lamar and Kodak Black and the fact that they uh are influenced by the uh Israelite uh movement and uh lineage and you know it's many that are being influenced that the spirit is calling to the understanding of who they are. So, let's take a look at this. uh, With Brother Kodak Black and uh, Kendrick Lamar.
5: What do Kendrick Lamar and Kodak Black have in common? Wait, this sounds like a trick question, I know, but it's not. Yes, Kendrick Lamar is considered by some as one of the greatest rappers of our generation. With its intricate wordplay, complex metaphor, and attention to cultural activism. Now, Kodak may not get the same kind of love, but they're both influenced by the Hebrew Israelites. I'm an Israelite. Don't call me black no
2: more. That word is only a color. It ain't facts no more. I don't wear crosses no more. Yeshua was coming back. I ain't scared of losses no more. I see life in that. Hey,
3: hey. I'm an Israelite. My diamond is real.
5: You're probably wondering what. Black Israelites? Yeah, but it's not what you think. In a deeply reported article on Genius by writer Sam Kesteval, we see how small spiritual movement is influencing the bars of some of your favorite artists. They're called the Hebrew Israelites. They're primarily made up by people of color who believe that they are the true descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. They emerged after the Reconstruction era as Jim Crow laws curtailed civil rights in the war ravaged south and racial violence swept across not the country. All the same. At that time, the group believed that their enslavement was punishment for disobeying God. Kistenbaum writes, quote, Hebrew Israelites point to the chapter of Deuteronomy 28, in particular a passage that describes how the biblical Israelites will be sent back in ships to Egypt for their disobedience to God, as a prophetic foretelling of the enslavement of African people in the Americas. But wait, wait, wait. Did that Bible chapter ring any bells? Well, if you paid any attention to Kendrick Lamar's Damn, the song Fear should have come to mind. In a voicemail that opens the song, Kendrick's cousin, Carl Duckworth, known in the Hebrew-Israelite community as Carney Ben-Israel, is heard discussing that same chapter.
2: Uh,
5: Kendrick was supposedly blown away by this verse during study sessions with his cousin Duckworth. However, Lamar is not a member of the group. Meanwhile, Kodak Black met an Israelite teacher during his last stint in prison. After his release, Black seemingly declared his membership in the organization in an Instagram post donning the Jewish star of David. Feeling like I'm Kuta Kente, cause we going through slavery still. I can't lie, I'm hashtag Israel, hashtag 12 tribes of Israel. Black and Lamar aren't the first rappers to be down with the Israelites. In 1998, Killer Priest shouted them out on his song, One Step. Early dates related to the throne of David, captured by some patriots and stole on slave And the Hebrew Israelite joins Dougie Fresh in his 1988 music video, Keep Rising to the Top. Send it out his hands me and ask me
3: What I rock the microphone.
5: I just gave him a phone and I said shalom. Some in the Hebrew Israelite community are a little iffy towards all this famous attention. Instead, they prefer folks listen to rappers that
3: are actually part of the community. Just got the pack through the mail. Got me building up my clientele.
2: Neighbors trying to see what he said But the gospel is what I tell. Black queens in a project. Black kings in a prison. prison. They were in the slave trade. Flick.
3: Just switch up the system. Get back to commandments. Only way we gonna get home. These rappers is lying. Our leaders is weak, man. It ain't no question. Who got the answers, though? We the Israelites. We got the answers, though. And remember Chingy? I like the way you do that right bird. Swag your nipple, you walk and let down your hurt. That
5: has all changed. He's down with the Israelites too. And in 2013, he made it known with King Judah.
3: In the kitchen, cooking up, trying to bake a pie. I'm reading about my best deception, trying to cremate a lie. Guess I should talk about Battles girls, the hood, and guns. I've gotten sicker than you son of sin, I'm God's son. So
5: why now? Well, it could be because of the bleakness of our present time. Police brutality, an unstable political system, no, and global warming are pushing why. many to seek solace in alternative movements. The because Israelites the are apolitical callers. and don't believe activism will solve their problems. The only way, they believe, is to follow God and return to their Hebrew heritage. And this is all something that Kendrick Lamar has been keenly aware of. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is in it. I'm done pretending and fuck you if you get offended. I'm Jacques Morel with Genius News, bringing you the meaning and the knowledge behind the music. Shalom.
1: Now, many of you, Christianites, Christo Catholics, or whatever I call y'all, will probably look at that video and say, "Well, they—they they ain't. Uh, I mean, they adhere. They uh, relating to the Israelites, but." They ain't changed. They cussing and they songs and they doing this and doing that. And they, you know, they still have a ways to to go. I thought I had that pause, sorry. They still have a ways to go. But the knowledge of the truth is in their ear. The Most High is calling us. This is an awakening and y'all Christian folk can't talk about nobody, I mean, from the standpoint of, oh, well, they cussing in their song, they doing this, they doing that. Because, I mean, <laughs> y'all a certain way in front of people, but we know behind the scenes <laughs> y'all ain't perfect either. I mean, look at your boy, uh, 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 look at your boy, uh, Kirk Franklin. You see how he really talk when you make him mad. His son made him mad, and and I ain't hating on the brother. I mean, you know, you got to get at them kids, and sometimes they get older, they get a little uh, outside of themselves, shall we say. But and I ain't banging on him for for how he handled that situation a while back. But I'm just saying, we 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 know how y'all Christians get down behind the scenes, that you know you. Or no, not y'all Christians. See, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this right. Not y'all Christians, because y'all are not Christians. Y'all are in the religion of Christianity. The real Christians are God's prophets, the Israelites. Um, but <laughs> these brothers have a way to go. Kodak Black and and. Kendrick Lamar they both devilish as all get out in in a lot of ways, so they they still and they still uh haven't as he said in the video they still have not um joined uh any camps or or anything like that, but I ain't banging on them for that because I have not uh joined any camps as of yet either I am looking for the most high to lead me and guide me to where he wants me but I do follow the law statutes and commandments of the most high I follow his Sabbath days and you know I'm not saying that I am perfect but I am seeking every day perfection the perfection that that Christ had Um, and I will get there. And you can get there. We can all get there. Christianity teaches that you can't be perfect. That's why the law is done away with because he knew that we wouldn't be perfect, blah, 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 blah. The law ain't done away with, and you can be perfect, but you have to seek the Most High on a daily basis, stay in his word. Uh, follow his laws, statutes, and commandments, and you progress to a certain level. I mean, look at Enoch. Enoch got to the point where he was so holy, the Most High just took him on up. Uh, And uh, (laughs) same thing happened to Elijah. So, you know, as human beings, they are an example that you can reach a certain level of, let me change my screen. You can reach a certain level of holiness of spirituality in 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 being in tune with the Most High, but you cannot do it if you believe that you know you, you're just gonna keep sinning every day and just keep repenting for the same thing over and over. That's not how this works. Repentance—the very word repentance means to turn from. All right, so I want to give you a few scriptures as I generally do. And I wanted to touch on the topic is there salvation without obligation? Hmm. Well, Psalms 147 and 20 says that he showeth his word. Unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He have not dealt so with any nation. Let me read that again. He have not dealt so with any nation, and for his judgments they have not known them. Praise ye. The Lord. So we know that He showed His word unto His people, unto Jacob. And we have a different obligation for our salvation. (laughs) We have a different obligation. Not to say that the scripture that says if you believe on Christ that you will be saved, that 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 scripture is wrong. No. But it don't stop there. There's no once save, always save. It don't work like that. In 2 Corinthians 11 and 4, it says, For if he that cometh preacheth another Christ whom we have not preached, Or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Actually, let me find that, because we need to read further with that one. So, uh, we ain't supposed to follow behind anyone, we're not supposed to follow behind anyone that's teaching a Christ that we have not known the scriptures to teach. Because when they said uh, which ye have not received or another gospel which ye have not accepted it's talking about you don't go outside of what was being taught in the law statutes and commandments in the scriptures. And when you're in Christianity you are outside of that because they don't believe what the scripture says about when Christ said not one jot or one tittle is taken from the law. That's what he meant. When you see uh, 2 Corinthians 11 when you see where uh, Paul was taken before uh, James and, 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 and the council of the churches at that time uh, to prove that he wasn't uh, teaching people not to follow the law, there was a reason for that. If the law is done away with, what what, what was Paul doing? Oh, you believe, because you're a Christian, you believe Paul was just playing possum? <laughs> <coughs> he was just doing what he had to do to get, get through that situation? Come on now. The most high hate a liar. So he wouldn't he wouldn't have had him doing that for that reason. Okay. Um second Corinthians eleven. We were in eleven and four. For if he that cometh preaches another gospel, Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. For I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chiefest apostles. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Basically, the scripture tells you that you must follow the Christ that is preached in the scripture. And the Christ that is preached in the scripture said, he, he, He didn't say nothing about the law being done away with. And Paul wasn't saying that either, you just don't understand Paul's books. Because if Paul was saying that, then he was a doggone he was a bald faced liar in Acts uh uh twenty two, Acts twenty-one, when they took him before the council and he said, you know, I I got a bunch of people with me that's following the law. <laughs> John, the fourth chapter and 22nd verse says, Ye worship, ye know not what? That would be accurate for most of you in Christianity. Ye worship, ye know not what? We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jew. Mm. The precept to that, in Matthew 15 and 24, he said, But he answered... And said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You can't take these scriptures out of the Bible. Now, there are other scriptures and other places that would lead you to believe that Israel is everybody that uh, believe in Christ. Uh no. <laughs> that's not the case and you would have to show that with precepts you can't just show that with one scripture you got to have the precept to these scriptures that's why the bible tells you to study it a certain way because the most high gave you stumbling blocks for a reason he wants to prove you and some of you don't want to follow the law statutes and commandments of god cuz you don't love him enough to follow him. and 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 that is something that you know, is going to separate the wheat from the tares. Revelations 14 and 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yahushua. Now, this is in Revelation. Some of these scriptures, you can say, oh, that's Old Testament. (laughs) Nah. Nah, (laughs) boo-boo. This here, this is in Revelation. This is future prophecy. You can't argue it. And it's talking about keeping the commandments that you have been taught. You don't have to no longer keep. So is there salvation without obligation? Not according to the Bible that's in the earth. Now, if you got another Bible, you, you know, that's why a lot of y'all also don't like that King James Bible, because that King James Bible exposes you when you're trying to uh, make your own interpretation of what you believe. <laughs> Them other translations... They go with you, but that that King James ain't going to go with you. That King James is going to cut you. Deuteronomy 28, or I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 32 and 8. When the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. So, we know who his people are. Those of you that say he don't have no respect of persons. (laughs) We know who his people are. And We know that he still has a people because he said he will, in in the scripture, he said he will yet yet choose Jacob. I mean, there's so many scriptures that prove that he has a people. And if he has a people, there is an obligation to his people that is different than the obligation that everyone else has. Psalms 111 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. You can't get away. These these scriptures got you cornered. You're going to either have to disprove these scriptures with other scriptures or you're going to have to come to the understanding that you don't have an understanding you have been taught the wrong way down the street um, Amos three and seven surely. The Lord God will do nothing, but he reveal his secrets, reveal of his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Hmm. Who are the prophets? Are the prophets anybody that walk in your local church that say they had a dream or... uh, a vision, or uh, that they hear in voices speaking to them. Let's see who the prophets are per descriptions. Ezekiel thirty-eight seventeen. Thus saith the Lord God, art thou he of whom I have spoken in old times by my servants? The prophets of Israel, hmm. Isaiah twenty-eight and nine. Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. So, the obligation is that you must learn how to study the scriptures. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. The obligation is that you must follow the commandments. That's what the scriptures say. Uh, you can paint a different narrative, but it says that you will be called least in the kingdom of heaven if you do. So we have to come out of this debauchery that's called Christianity and come into being true Christians by what the scriptures say Christians are to be. Because the scripture in Acts 5 and 30 says, The God of our fathers raised up Yeshua, whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him have God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel. <laughs> repentance to Israel. That's who God is dealing with. He not dealing with everybody. Now you can be grafted in, but you're gonna to have to follow what Israel doing. Not what Christianity is colonialized Christianity is doing. You know, most of these, most of these white folks don't even want you in their church, but you 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 will defend them <laughs> to the very end. To your death, you will defend them. We 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 sick boss, we sick balls. <laughs> Most high has a people. A lot of y'all don't even know who Gentiles are in the Bible. Now, get this. Uh, who were the Gentiles that Paul was preaching to in the scripture? Were the Corinthians Israelites? Hmm, you might want to study that. Was he what were the Gentiles Israelites? Now, we've been taught that. Gentiles are those who are not Israelites. But let's read in 1 Corinthians 12 and 2. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols. He was talking to the Corinthians. Now we must study precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there, a little. So we must find the scripture that explains. What he meant in 1 Corinthians 12 and 2. So in Hosea, the fourth chapter in the 17th verse, we find, Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Hmm. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. 1 Corinthians said, The Gentiles were carried away unto these dumb idols. Sound like a precept. Now let's see who Ephraim is, for those of you who may not know. Ephraim. If you look up Ephraim, it says, Ephraim, one of the twelve tribes of Israel that in Biblical times comprised the people of Israel who later became the Jewish people. Mm. Actually, it became later became the Jews because Jewish people is them white folks over there. They Jewish, put the ish on it because they doing, uh, uh, they following our customs. So they Jewish, like blackish, you know, the show blackish. <laughs> they blackish, you know, they they, they Jewish because they, they're following our heritage. They stole our heritage. They stole our lineage. So they're Jewish, but they're not Jews. So I have to correct this thing in that. The tribe was named after one of the younger sons of Joseph himself, a son of Jacob. Hmm. What happened to Ephraim in the Bible? As part of this kingdom of Israel, the territory of Ephraim was conquered by the Assyrians and the tribe exiled. The manner of their exile led to their further history being lost. Hmm. Sound familiar? Your history was lost. That's why you think you everything but what you are. You think that you are a Baptist, uh, Apostolic, uh, uh, Islam. Uh, you, you just think you think you all kind of stuff. Uh, uh, seven Day Adventist. <laughs> Uh, a Jehovah witness cuz your history was lost but your history is in the book not the one that the Jehovah witnesses made up not the one not the Quran no your history is in the book the bible so is there obligation is, is there salvation without obligation? I submit to you that there is not. The scripture says in Matthew, he who endureth until the end shall be saved. Let me get that scripture for you. Because I'm going end with it. Now you have to ask yourself, is that A precept to the scripture that says if you believe in your mouth and confess with if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that uh, my, my computer was doing something startled me there for a minute if you believe in your mouth believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ have been raised from the dead thou shalt be saved that God have raised him from the dead I'm sorry thou shalt be saved um, a lot of you use that and say, "See," but then there's the scripture that says, "He who endureth unto the end shall be saved." So then you have to ask yourself. You have to look at that precept and say, "So what is this, what is the scriptures trying to say about salvation?" Matthew twenty four and thirteen, he but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved let me pull this chapter up 413 so this i mean and obviously in this chapter Christ is talking about what's going to happen in the end times he's saying then shall they deliver if we start in the uh the ninth verse, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Don't that sound like the earth right about now? But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Now, that right there lets you know what he just said, and then shall the end come. That lets you know right there that this is, he's talking about what's going to happen towards the end. So you have to endure to the end. Um, and I could go into, you know, a lot of y- y'all believe y'all going to get snatched up into the sky before any tribulation happens. Y'all believe in pre-tribulation rapture. I don't believe in pre-tribulation rapture, I believe. Well, I ain't going to even say the word believe. The scripture does not teach a pre-tribulation rapture. The scripture teaches a post tribulation rapture and I'm going I can prove that in Matthew there's a scripture that talks about what's going to happen after the tribulation that proves that God's people will still be here at that time I don't have it pulled up at the moment but I will give it to you now I'm going to digress on this particular subject and get you back into some music. But the scriptures teach that there is an obligation to salvation. You can read them for yourself or you can uh, be in denial. All praises to the most high creator of the earth, the sea, and me. (laughs) Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? This is DJ Yakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound, and we're gonna hit you off with some more music. This is the uh, the sisters of IUC uh, original royalty music. Calling you,
2: go to We see you. Uh, today is your day. Uh, that's right, author of beauty. Uh, come on, come on. For the first author of our beauty have created them, labeled them. Beauty is much more when you relate with them, Wait with them. Hate because they ain't it. Compared to them, away with them. My sisters like the precious. No one mistaking them. You can't get her twisted. Oh, sick religious fake to them. Girding any scripture, sister, sharper than the blade of them. You can surely miss her with them critics and their label in the apple of her father's eye. Ain't no one replacing him. Kinky curly twisty, yep, realer than what real can get. You cannot define her with designer or a makeup kit. Driven is a given, she divine. I say she ever That's said the right. maker left his mark on it. Who you gonna replace her with? Modest not a novice, yes she flyer than the pelican. You can catch up with her kids Got a house that's how she lives. ain't another band of and you ain't finding them For Israel It's the Lord's portion She, she the one I'm ridin with. riding I'm
0: with Ride with. Don't afraid
2: your light shine. You left all that ratchet stuff behind. Now the only thing that you screaming is Proverbs 31 be the reason, the reason for that virtue, that virtue that you be bringing. And your price is far above rupees, ain't got time to be a nuisance, cause as it's the mother, so is the daughter, but you ain't really worried, because that righteous example of your husband you follow, so it's head rap, fringes on, chilling on the yeah you ain't caught up in the mat, Nod of diamonds and pearls and costly array, and yeah you looking good, but professing godliness is all that matters to you, uh, dress to the foot, you ain't worried about the hater, walk what you talk, hold it down for the nation, yeah support the troops, and it ain't no imitating that's Right, and Israel, you know, ain't no nation greater.
0: So, stop, 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 to stop,
1: stop, stop,
0: You've uh, so far uh, from where you started. started, don't be afraid no, to uh, let your light shine no more. Let your light so shine, so men might say a good one. Oh. You're an Israelite, let the nation, see what you I got my dress on check, my fringe is on tag, my head are up, on looking modest when I step out.
3: Cause we're the greatest
0: people on this earth, oh. So I'm going the light shine bright, yeah. I'm gonna let my light shine bright yeah I'm gonna let my light shine bright yeah I'm gonna let my light shine bright yeah I'm gonna let my light shine bright yeah
1: All right, Israel. Um, I want you to see a video. Let's pull it up because I thought this was very interesting, and I posted it on Righteous Radio on my Righteous Radio page. Um, I thought it was very interesting that. There's a school that actually is a private school. They actually (laughs) determined that they did not want any of their teachers, um, hide my face, they did not want any of their teachers to have taken the jab. We have to watch what we say, I guess, because I'm going to put this on YouTube. So, But they don't want any of their teachers to have taken the jab. So you would think that it would be the reverse, that they would say, if you don't take the jab, you can't work here. But what they actually said was, if you had the jab, we don't want you working here because you are carrying the virus, you have been now given the virus, you are a or you are going to get other people sick, wow, I just thought that was monumental that a school would actually come out and take a stance like that, here, let's take a look at this, Let's take a look at this. Hold on just a second. I'm going to be a little sloppy on the first show as far as trying to get acclimated to this total video thing, but take a
6: listen. pandemic, A Miami private school now says it won't employ teachers or staff who get their COVID-19 vaccine. The Center Academy in Miami sent an email to parents calling the vaccine an experimental drug. CBS 4's Brooke Schaefer is alive at the school in Miami with more Brooke, good morning.
1: Fair use.
6: Hey Maribel, good morning. In that letter to parents, the school said this was not an easy decision to make. They said after speaking with some of their doctors, it is now their new policy to not employ anyone who gets that COVID-19 vaccine. Here we have one of the most powerful tools in our arsenal. To protect ourselves and get out of this problem, and they are discouraging the, the use of it. It's it's tragic. Tragic is how Dr. Eileen Marty, an infectious disease expert, responded to a letter sent out by the Sentner Academy. In the letter, the school in Miami discourages teachers and staff from getting the COVID-19 vaccines or to wait till the end of the school year, and that legal action would be taken if they lied about it. It's egregious towards anyone who
4: wants to protect themselves from this virus who would be employed by them.
6: In the letter, the school claims tens of thousands of women worldwide had adverse reproductive issues like miscarriages just by being near someone who was vaccinated. There is nothing infectious in the vaccine whatsoever and the type of immunity that they induce in no way affects anything to do with anyone's fertility. The school on North Miami Avenue also claimed Get that
1: bonus money, doc. leaders about the vaccine <laughs> and called it experimental. <laughs> the author Speak up has for those pharmaceutical companies um, primitive
4: understanding of what a vaccine is uh, and really no understanding of the scientific process.
6: According to the New York Times, which did an article on the center situation, faculty were told to fill out a confidential form, answering whether they got the vaccine, which one and how many doses. It threatens legal action for lying. This is a private school, it's not a public school. So generally, a private employer in Florida can fire someone for any reason or no reason at all. Employment attorney Carter Socks with gallup Hourback says firing someone for getting the vaccine is legal in this case, but there appears to be some recourse if fired personnel want to fight it. There's a potential for the teachers to say that this rule would discriminate against them based on a disability, so they may say that they have um, a serious medical condition that requires them to get the vaccine. The United Teachers of Dade released a statement about this decision last night, which read in part, these schools, speaking of the Centner Academy, not only teach misinformation and peddle propaganda, they punish teachers, it says, who try to protect themselves and their families. The statement also says, we are horrified by the unsafe conditions and labor violations that colleagues at schools such as this one have to endure due to lack of union representation and contract rights. As for the school itself, in that letter, it said that they are making this decision because of those supposed unknown effects to anybody who could be near someone who just got that COVID-19 vaccine. For now, I'm live here in Miami. Brooke Schaefer, CBS 4, This Morning.
1: Mm. So, it's very interesting. That school better watch out. They gonna uh, <laughs> set them up, <laughs> shut them down. You know, the, the good old boys at the farmer, at big Pharma ain't gonna play that. But I just thought that was very interesting. That's the first major entity that I've seen take that stance. And some of you think that people that are against the vaccine are crazy but y'all gonna have to stop saying that people are crazy when companies when big companies start coming out and saying certain things like this here gonna have to start asking yourself what's really going on behind the scenes anyway. we're going to we're going to hit you with some historical truth that cannot be denied about the catholic church and the link between the protestants and the catholic church and how you're a lot more catholic than you think you are christianity <laughs> hey i'm gonna give you this truth until you don't have no excuse you either gonna disprove what i'm saying the Most High going to prompt your spirit. You're going to be predestined. See, I believe in predestination. Some of you are predestined to die in your debauchery and some of you are predestined to wake up. So those who are predestined to wake up, I have a mission and a calling to help you wake up. One thing we're going to delve into today, some of you don't believe you royalty because you've been taught a lie. God ain't no respecter of persons. The Bible does say that in numerous places, but again, you refuse to study the Bible as Isaiah 28 and 10 tells you to do precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. You haven't been taught that. Christianity doesn't teach that. So you take one scripture and you run with it and you don't understand the implications of the scripture and what it's saying. And then you don't read the scriptures above it and below it to get the context of that particular scripture even that you're using. Let alone using the precept upon precept approach and stringing that scripture with another scripture that fortifies that scripture and backs it up. So I'm going to show you exactly what that scripture means. And it's in the Bible numerous times. God is no respecter of a person. It does say that, but you have to understand what it's saying. you got to understand the context. All right, before we go there, though, before I get on my soapbox (laughs) and uh, start teaching some things, we're going to switch over to my man Nathan. I know a lot of y'all probably don't like Nathan, but one thing about IUIC, and I'm not in any camp. I'm not any. I'm not in any Hebrew camp, but I will say this. Uh, when it comes to the book and deciphering these scriptures, IUIC uh, 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 eat any path. I put IUIC up against any pastor in America when it comes to deciphering these scriptures. Because first of all, most of these churches, they if, if I go in there and say, do you know what a precept is? Some of them wouldn't even know what a precept is. But I digress. I don't want to make this broadcast too long. Uh... This is Righteous Radio. This is DJ Yaakov. We're going to give you a little biblical history. Take a listen to this. We'll be back.
7: All right, I'm going to go to Revelation 13 to show you how the how Rome and her Catholic church work in unison with the christian protestant church i'm gonna go to revelation 13 verse 3 and if you want to see more detail, you can go to original royalty and order revelation a complete breakdown um i did a good or well, basic breakdown i'll say it like that you can get an original royalty um revelation 13 let's go to verse 3 and i saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death one of the seven heads was wrong Okay, you can read about when you read above. It talks about the beast with seven heads. So one of the heads was Rome. Verse three again. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. This is when Rome fell, and his deadly wound was healed. When was Rome's uh, wound healed? During the time of the Renaissance. And all the world wondered after the beast. They wondered by at Rome during the time of Renaissance. Verse four. And they worshipped the dragons, they worshipped Satan, which gave power unto the beast. beast, which gave power unto Rome. And they worshipped the beast, Rome, saying, who is like unto the beast? Rome. Who's like Rome? Who was able to make war with him? Why? Because Rome was a major power during the time of the Renaissance. She controlled Spain, Portugal, and many other European countries and lands. Verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. This mouth is their Catholic Church. It was the church that set forth the edicts. Remember, it wasn't the king that had the power during the time of rest, it was the church. Mm-hmm. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Against who? Against God, against his word. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Forty and two months equals. And a half years metaphorically that is 350 years verse six and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. the church sent forth new edicts, new laws I, I, I tell you this Catholic Church not just this Christian Catholic Church and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. they spoke all against the laws of God to blaspheme his name they went against his name, His tabernacle, when you read Acts 7.46, remember Solomon set up the tabernacle. First Moses, then Solomon. The tabernacle is the the house that the Lord had set up, wanted the Israelites to set up in the land of Israel. So let's read that part again. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven angels. They set forth artisans like Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and many other artists to go throughout the world and paint new Renaissance images. Leonardo chose Caesar Borgia, which was Pope Alexander VI's son, as the new image of Jesus, or Christ. They chose, Michelangelo chose um, Pope Alexander VI as The image of God—you can see that if you look up the Sistine Chapel, you got the picture of God touching the finger of Adam. Fair use. That God there is Pope Alexander the Sixth. Okay, in Leonardo's painting of the Last Supper, you got several uh, images of his father, Alexander the Sixth, in the painting. We got a white, long beard, and a sister, Lucrezia. Was as Mary in the painting of the Last Supper that Leonardo did. Okay, so let's read verse six again. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God, the his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. So this also goes with the papal bulls that they set forth, because the next verse. The doctrine says, of discovery. Given
1: unto him to make war with the saints. How so? Rome
7: set forth a papal bull under Pope Nicholas V. To enslave the israelites they started in africa and worked their way to the americas and don't be fooled by the protestants don't be fooled by them remember when a protestant said oh no we don't accept the pope as the replacement of christ the vicar of christ but they held on to all the other teachings including the enslavement of the israelites the, content- the protestant christian churches Continued the enslavement of the Israelites here in the Americas.
1: Key point. Key point.
7: Verse 7 again. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. They controlled many, many nations. The Critical Review, or Annals of Literature, by a Society of Gentlemen, volume
1: all right, we gonna uh, we gonna flow past this because if I was to, if we were to listen to every part of this, it would make this broadcast too long. He goes into some really good things with this book too, but I want you, I want to go to a certain point up here where he begins to talk about the this, the similarities with the Catholic Church and the protestant church we'll start about right here catholic church
7: to hate the jews the black jews which kept god's commandments. that's what's going on here you got the same thing today examine these black apologetics examine them they got a hatred for those the black jews the israelites that keep the commandments the christians too Got a hatred for the Israelites, the black Israelites that keep the commandments. Now I'm going to read the shared beliefs between Roman Catholics and Protestants. And the reason I'm reading this is because Protestant Christians love to lie, they have no fear of lying, and when they say, they have no relation to the Catholic Church. Shared beliefs between Roman Catholics and Protestants. Let's jump down to the part where it reads Summary of Agreements. This is, what they, this is a brief summary on what they agree on. What evangelicals have in common with Roman Catholics. This includes the great fundamentals of the Christian faith. Including a belief in the Trinity. The Trinity is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Three people sitting there in heaven, that's what they believe. The virgin birth. They believe that Mary was a virgin, has always been a virgin. She got impregnated by a spirit. The deity of Christ, the creation and subsequent fall of humanity, that means all humanity was at one time with God and fell from uh, God. Christ's unique atonement, meaning Christ died for all races, all people on the planet. Christ's unique atonement for our sins, the physical resurrection of Christ, meaning he resurrected Easter Sunday. They all believe that. Easter, which is a pagan holiday, bunny rabbit, got nothing to do with eggs. Then it says the necessity of God's grace for salvation, meaning what? Because Christ uh, died on the cross. You don't have to keep new commandments. Just believe in a white man named Jesus. Oh that also goes to the deity of Christ He's white, he's Caucasian, I forgot about that How can I forget about that? Uh, What else did it say? Oh, the existence of heaven and hell And when it says hell Meaning there's a, a guy with a pitchfork In the middle of the earth Stabbing you when you die if you were bad The second coming of Christ I mean the second coming of a white man To save black people And the verbal inspiration And infallibility of scripture Was the Roman Catholic Church that also changed the seventh Sabbath to the first day of the week, Sunday. Mm. And Protestant Christians all follow that except Seventh-day Adventists. This is ridiculous. They all believe that Jesus, the angels, God is white, and now when they get busted and trapped in a lie with scriptures from the Israelites, they change the lie and say it doesn't matter, color don't matter, but they hold on to all the other false doctrines of the Catholic Church. Pay your tithes, your 10% of your money, of your every check you make, give us 10%. Uh, some of them, the glossolalia, and those false holidays, they all celebrate like Christmas and Mother's Day, so forth and so on. Shalom, this is Captain of the...
1: Alright, so, uh, so Christianity is closer to Catholicism than they would like to admit, and I wanted to show you that because he made some good points there, and one of the major points that he made that... I never really thought of, I mean, it never really crossed my mind. It it crossed my mind, but it never really stuck until he said it. But you have to remember something, and some of you don't know this. And I posted this years ago on my Righteous Radio page. The Doctrine of Discovery in 1400s, uh, I don't remember the exact date, but it was in the 40, like he said, the papal bull by Pope John V called the Doctrine of Discovery is what started slavery in the world. And, well, at that time, all around the world, that enabled slavery, that started slavery. Obviously, we know in the Bible there, were, there was certain types of slavery going on. But as far as slavery of our people, uh, in semi-modern times, it was started by the papal bull, by that Catholic pope at that time. And though the Protestants so-called broke away from Catholicism, as he said, they did not abolish slavery they stuck with that and they stuck with changing the sabbath day uh, abolishing the law all of these doctrines came from the catholic church and the protestants kept all of those doctrines and you today go to church on sunday because of the fact that catholicism changed the day of worship from the Sabbath day to Sunday you can't deny that so you are closer to Catholicism than you realize I'm just saying now let's delve into our lesson today because we gon we 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 we're gonna hit on we going to hit on some things. I, I hear y'all say some things on social media. Some of you Christian folk. Some of you Christianity folk. You ain't Christians. You Christiani- you under Christianity, but you ain't Christians. Because it's two different things. I had to learn that. I had to evolve into learning this fact. And that's a fact. But, as we delve into this lesson today, we're going to particular lesson the lies of christianity the lies christianity pushes is going to be more it's going to be a multiple part lesson i'm only going to be able to do part one today and then we're going to delve into a different one like in other words this is number one on the list of lies and then we'll we'll have many more uh lies to address but this first one is this first lie that gets pushed is God ain't no respect person. And no respect of persons. Alright, so I don't fault y'all for this one because actually, I mean, you're getting it from scripture. You are getting it from scripture. It's just that you don't understand the scripture properly. You don't understand the precepts, and you don't understand who the scriptures were written to. at the time they were written. That helps you understand the context. Also in the debauchery of Christianity, um, people don't understand that you can't just take one scripture and run with it. You know, it's, it's it must be precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, Isaiah 28 and 10. So, we're going to start out in Romans 2 and 11. Here, let me pull up. We're going to start out in Romans 2 and 11 because we are not denying what the Scripture says at all. Oh, no. Oh, contraire, my friend. <laughs> not at all. The Scripture does say, that God is not a respected person. But we're gonna give you some precepts, and we're gonna delve much deeper than you want to go. So in Romans two and eleven it says, For there's no respect of persons with God. If you read twelve, even twelve, it gives you a clue of what that what the context is. But we we're we gonna we're gonna take it. In baby steps in 12 it says for as many as as have sinned without law shall also perish without law and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law hmm so let's give you a precept to that James 2 and 9 it says, but if ye have respect of persons, ye commit sin, and are convinced of the law as transgressors, for whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. I remember uh, sharing that scripture with uh, uh, Seventh-day Adventists uh, back in the day, because, you know, they they, they pushed the Sabbath day, and they, they, they follow the Sabbath day, but they don't follow none of the other laws. So, I mean, for what? If you're if, if you following the Sabbath, but you're not following the rest of the law, what are you doing? So, that's a precept. And I'm going to give you even another precept. In Acts, the 10th chapter in the 34th verse. Man, I can't see without my glasses, but I don't really want them on right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it. Acts 10, 34. Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Hmm. So we see this as a recurring theme in the Bible. No respecter of persons. So I I, I understand y'all parroting that. very brock, brock, no respecter of persons. Brock, he's no respecter of persons. Brock. I understand I get it but you must understand context so the colonial uh, the colonialized Christian mind says gotcha there's three different scriptures in the Bible that says God is no respecter of persons but wait hold on no 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 because we must go precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Now, let us go into Exodus 2 and 24. See, this is why they they, they don't want you all to, to, to go to the Old Testament. This is why they say, oh, you don't need to, you know, that's the Old Testament is, you know, done away, you know. The, the law, the Old Testament, all that is old stuff. Just stay in the New Testament. They don't want you to go in the Old Testament because you might learn something. It is the schoolmaster, you know. So, in the Old Testament, in Exodus, 2nd chapter in the 24th verse, And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. Hmm. But I thought it was no respect of persons. Okay, we ain't going in there. Hmm. Some of y'all probably say, uh-oh, the Bible contradicts itself, some of you unlearned ones. No people contradict themselves. The Bible is the truth. People find it hard to decipher this Bible. All right, so we're going to keep it going, and we're going to go into an apocryphal scripture. I know some of y'all say, oh, that ain't the Bible. The, The apocrypha was in the Bible before, again, the Catholic Church came along, and protestants broke away and they and they took the apocrypha out of your bible but many apocrypha books are referenced in the bible which makes them which validates them so we're going to go into the wisdom of solomon the fourth chapter in the 15th verse where it says this the people saw and understood it not neither lay they upon this in their minds that his grace and mercy is with his saints and that he has a, he has respect unto his chosen. Hmm. I mean, this shouldn't be rocket science. Because when you have a child and the scripture says, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. He called Israel his son. We like his kids. He picked us out of all the earth. And, and we'll delve into some scripture about that a little later, but he picked us as his chosen. Now, you can't say you don't have respect a person when it comes to your kids. You gonna you gonna ride for your kids over anybody else's kids. You're gonna ride for yours. You're going to try to give your kids every advantage that you can give them. So it wouldn't even make no sense for that scripture to make sense in the context that you all think it makes sense in. He ain't no respecter of persons, Ain't nobody special in the earth. Uh, you You better open that Bible other than on Sunday. So... And this is, you know, that's one of the reasons they took the apocryphal books out of the Bible, too. You know, but anyway, I ain't going to go back into that. Psalms. Now, we're going to go to Psalms. Another Old Testament scripture. We're going to go to Psalms written by David. And it says in 144 and 14, He also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints. Even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praise ye the Lord. Now, I read that scripture to show you who the saints were, because in the other scripture, in, in Wisdom of Solomon, it, it said that uh, that his grace and mercy is with his saints. So, we want to know who the saints are. You know, you, you they teach you that the saints is anybody that believe in Christ. Mm. Wrong answer. I believe what the Bible say. Whatever the Scripture say is what I believe. What man say is trash. Let man be let man let, let God be true and every man be a lie. So in Psalms one forty four it said he exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints. We know who his people we are, and 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 they are his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praise ye the Lord. So, we've determined who his saints are and the fact that he even has saints in the earth that would dictate that he has respect for a people. But let's delve further. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 7th chapter and the 6th verse. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Oh, but yeah, it was like that back then. But he, he you know, he tossed Israel aside because they was disobedient. He punished us for disobedience and is still punishing us for disobedience. But the scripture says, I will yet choose Jacob. I will yet choose Israel. Plenty of scriptures in the Bible saying that. Revelations will tell you that the 12 gates of the kingdom is going is gonna each bear a name of one of the tribes of the children of Israel so where are we getting this confused? How are we sitting in churches all these years and getting this confused? I can't believe that I was part of that confusion but it's because when we sit in church we don't really be we, we, we look at the Bible we study it and we you know we kind of study what the, what the preacher give us to study during the week if we study. Or, you know, we look at a scripture here and there, read an isolated scripture, but really, truly getting deep into the Bible and studying precept upon precept, you will not do until you come into the knowledge of this awakening because we study the Bible on a different level over here. That's why you confound it and you can't say nothing when we put these scriptures up online or you won't engage us or you won't debate us. It's because you know we are each your behind a lie because you know them scriptures we be putting up. A lot of those scriptures we be putting up, y'all be like, ooh. <laughs> I know we be putting some scriptures up that y'all be like, ooh, I ain't came across that one. You ain't going to admit that though. Uh, so we see the same Bible that says God has no respect to person is also saying that there's a special people in the earth which shatters the Christian interpretation of these previous scriptures about no respect person. Let's go to 2 Kings 13 and 23. We moving through this. I don't want to be too long-winded because I know you want to hear some more music, but we got to give you some biblical truth because y'all be spouting this bull crap on, on social media and y'all believe things that you just are unlearned about it and it's it's sad you know and I you know I had to learn and and and, and, and I talk I talk with my peoples now all the time uh that's in the, that's in in this truth and we we sometimes forget that we were one time caught up in the debauchery of Christianity so we sometimes forget to because you know, when you come into the knowledge of truth you want to shatter all the lies. So you in, in wanting to shatter all the lies, sometimes you can be very harsh with people and forget that you were once caught up in in, in the muck and, 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 and the deception of the enemy. And that's what you are caught up in if you are under Christianity, the manner of Christianity. I'm sorry. I'm going to pray for you. Don't pray for me. Because the Most High said, if you don't follow the law, even your prayers are an abomination. So don't pray for me. I will pray for you, though. Uh, 2 Kings 13, 23. And the Lord was gracious unto them and had compassion on them and had respect unto them. Because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would not destroy them, neither cast he them from his presence as yet. See, what you got what, what you what, what my people don't realize is the grace that you have received is not because of what you've been taught in Christianity. The grace is because you, have, you are his chosen people. You are his portion. You are his children that he has adopted uh, as his children and chosen to be his son, his firstborn. And so the grace that you have been given, the healing the, 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 and anything in your life to where he has saved your life or he has done things for you, it is not because of your prayers it is because he has mercy on Jacob and you are Jacob and don't even know it. Now imagine the power you could have if you knew who you were and you following the law statutes and commandments of the most high. And then you pray. And then you pray. When you know who you are and you're doing what you're supposed to do and he recognizes you because of it, Sin separates you from the most high. But he has a people. And you are those people. Whether you believe it or not. The ox knows his, his master, and <laughs> I tell you, my people will not even consider. You won't even consider because that white man, that, that, that the white boys then told you, everybody going there. heaven, huh? So when you string the precepts together, line upon line, here a little, there a little, you get a proper interpretation of the scriptures. I have notes written for myself that I'm reading off. I mean, I can ramble off the top of my head, but this will really be long if I do that. Uh, That's why the scripture prompts you on how it should be read See, we were taught from a colonialized interpretation of scripture, and that is why we don't understand the scriptures. They didn't ever want us to read when we came off of the slave ships, let alone be able to understand the precepts of the Bible and actually understand the Bible, which they don't understand because it wasn't given unto them to teach the Bible anyway. So they cannot teach it properly to you and why would they teach it properly to you if they know what the Bible is actually saying at the end of the day about their judgment scripture says uh, in Romans 3 and 2 and this is why the, 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 the master can't teach you the Bible Because Romans 3 and 2 tells you what advantage then have the Jew or what profit is there of circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly, because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. This is Paul talking. This is y'all hero Paul talking right here. The one whose scriptures you don't understand, whose letters you don't properly understand. This is Paul talking. He said, much in every way is an advantage of the Jew, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. Now, what is an oracle? Let's look at the definition of what an oracle is. So you understand. I know some of y'all have seen uh, The Matrix (laughs) <laughs> and you've seen the Oracle on the Matrix, so you might have a clue. But let's 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 look up the definition of Oracle. The definition: Oracle, a priest or priestess acting as a medium through whom advice or prophecy was sought from the gods in classic antiquity. Now we know it ain't no gods; it's only one god. But we know that an Oracle is. A medium or a priest or a priestess and by that definition uh, by another definition it says an utterance made or received as an authoritative extremely wise or infallible oracles the scriptures so we know one form of an oracle is the scriptures because the scriptures are a medium to God. That is our way of communicating with God or his way of communicating with us. So the oracles are the scriptures in a lot of ways. And those who have been given to teach the scriptures. So, now you might say the white man didn't teach me the scriptures. I grew up in a black church. Yeah, you grew up in a black church. But most of your black pastors generationally were taught interpretation of the Bible by the slave master first back generations to generations and they continue those teachings for generations to generations. By the time it got to you to a church near you, you are spouting the things that were taught from a colonialized European interpretation of Christianity. Uh, you know, <laughs> the catholic european taught it first then the protestant european taught it and didn't change much of anything other than they don't believe that the the pope is the vicar of christ or he's a representation representation of god on earth and they're right about that he's not (laughs) but they didn't change but they didn't change back some of the things in the bible that were taught wrong by the catholics and you still follow them today So we were hoodwinked and bamboozled, as Malcolm X said. (laughs) So, from what we have read and what we've deciphered, what was a respecter of persons talking about in the scriptures we read? In Romans 2, 6, and 11, uh, he will render to every man according to his deeds to them who by patient continuance and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first. It's a reason why I say the Jew first, uh, because they got some respect on their name. They are a chosen people to the Jew first and also of the Gentile, but glory, honor and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile, for there is no respect of persons with God. So again. We see, if we don't just take one scripture and run with it, if we read what is in the book of Romans 2 and 11, we get the understanding of what the scripture is talking about, as well as using the precepts. The scripture continuously says, to the Jew first, and to the Gentile, and to the Gentile, to the Jew first. And if someone is first, then that person has a level of respect to be considered first. The scripture is only saying that whether you are his chosen people or not, you will be judged by the deeds that you do personally. By what you do, you'll be judged. That's what no respect of persons is talking about in those verses of scriptures. It's talking about judgment. In judgment, you 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 don't get to not be judged because you because you are God's chosen people because you are a Jew because you are an Israelite you don't get to not be judged you still get judged you go out and kill somebody matter of fact we get judged harsher we get we are getting uh, the scripture says uh, uh, we we are judged first judgment gonna come to us first so. Everybody gets judged. That's all they're saying. No respect their person. Everybody gets judgment. And if you're a devil and you're a Jew, you're going to get judged. And if you're a devil and you're not a Jew, you're going to get judged. The difference is, if you follow in the law and statutes and commandments as an Israelite, you will rule in the kingdom. And others, well, they have a different faith. Um, Now let's go to the other precept about respect of persons in James, the second chapter. James, the second chapter, first verse. My brother, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons? For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, And ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing and say unto him, sit down here in a good place and say to the poor, stand out there or sit here under my footstool. Are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts? Do you understand that? Can you understand that? That particular verse of scripture. In James, where it said, no respect to person. D- d- this is the context of that. You can't treat a rich person better than a poor person, basically. To give you a, for instance, if you are running a church and two brothers walk in the door and one happened to be Jay-Z, the superstar rapper, <laughs> and uh, the other one just some guy. And they both you know, come in and and and, and let's say that the, the regular guy, he came in first, he was in the altar line, and then Jay-Z come in, he in the altar line. You can't pull Jay-Z up front first and put him to the side and say, hold on, brother, Jay-Z here, we, we need to really pray for him because he can bring a lot of people to Christ if he gets saved. No. Most High don't care about that. Jay-Z ain't no more important to the Most High than that regular guy that came in the church. So, that's what the James version of no respecter person means. It's talking about a rich, rich, the rich or the poor. The rich, the, you know, that's just like this world. They call certain people the elite. They ain't, To God, they ain't elite. Just because they got money and power, that don't make them elite to God. They may be elite to the world, but to God, they just the same as. Anybody else? Now, um, we're going to try to finish this up. Deuteronomy 1 and 17. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment. See, it's talking about judgment again but you shall hear those small as well as the great you shall not be afraid of the face of a man for the judgment is God's and the cause that is too hard for you bring it unto me and I will hear it. so this is basically talking about don't be don't give people too much respect don't be like oh I can't pray for I can't pray for joe biden because he's joe biden so he put his shoes on one foot at a time but pull his pants on one at a time he bleeds just like you do so you you don't have respect for a person in the sense that you put too much respect on a person's name to where it intimidates you to do the will of the most high So you have to look at these scriptures in context of what they're saying, but you can't say that the Most High don't have respect of persons overall as far as, you know, from the context that you're trying to explain it, and some of y'all trying to explain it in, because that's ludicrous, because there's so many scriptures that slap you upside the head as to being wrong on that, that I couldn't even read them all. Deuteronomy 16 and 19. Thou shalt not rest judgment. Thou shalt not respect persons. Neither take a gift or a gift do a blind. For a gift do a blind the eyes of the wise. Wait a minute. This didn't. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. This didn't. um, I made some some errors in this when I typed it out. Let me get it right and read it to you. Right, people. Let me start again. Deuteronomy the 16th, chapter the 19th verse. Thou shalt not rest judgment, thou shalt not respect persons, neither take a gift, for a gift do blind the eyes of the wise and pervert the words of the righteous. Again, the context of no respect to persons is usually talking about judgment, and here it's saying. Don't take no bribes, basically. Don't take no bribes, you know. Especially in 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 the spirit realm, you you in the church, you ain't supposed to be taking no bribes. You ain't supposed to treat somebody well because they gave, they, they put a hundred thousand dollars in 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 the uh, in, in the uh, 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 offering plate, so you can get you a new new plane, Creflo. You don't now put that person in a a high position of authority in the church because of that because it blinds you to doing the will of the most high when you put them on a pedestal because of money. You don't show respect to persons in that regard. So in all of these things, it's talking about specific things when it's talking about not respecting a person, having no respect to a person. It could not possibly be saying that God don't have respect for no, it ain't no person on earth God got respect for when he said he got respect unto his people. Colossians 3, 25, but he doeth wrong, but he who doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done and there is no respect of persons again it's talking about judgment whatever you do whatever you do you are going to reap the ramifications for what you do uh, uh, man or woman no matter now that's if y'all christians want to talk about everybody everybody included now that is everybody included When it comes to judgment, everybody on the planet will be judged. But some people have greater rewards than others because some people are because of the Most High. You know, you take that up with the Most High, but because of the Most High have deemed it so, some people are a special people unto him. And they will rule in the kingdom. So again, whether you're one of God's chosen people or a Gentile, you will be judged for what you personally do. If you are one of God's chosen, but you stay in sin, refuse to follow the laws, statutes and commandments and observe the Sabbath and accept Christ, you will be judged for that. So being of the chosen seed does not preclude you from judgment. And when God says he's no respecter of persons, he's talking about judgment. Just that simple. So some of y'all, you might want to stay hidden under the bed, hiding in the closet, because when you speak, when you speak, when, when you pop off something to, to one of the prophets and we hear it and you don't know what you're talking about, I might just have to come on here and do a lesson about it and call you out in a loving way from the standpoint of calling you out by teaching against what you're talking about when you don't know what you're talking about. And it's sad that some of y'all have been in the church all these years and don't know what you're talking about. But be careful. Be careful. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Or in this case, don't poke the lion of Judah. Because we will. We will. Come on here and and make, make, make you look like you need to open your Bible f- for more than two or three minutes a week. Because we, we in this Bible all the time. We study this Bible more than pastors study in this Bible. That's why they can't touch us. So, moving right along. The sad thing is, some of these pastors know the truth. Some of them don't, but some of these pastors know the truth and they they ain't gonna preach it. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna preach it, and they not gonna. It's it's just sad. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound, and. Um, wanted to delve into something that uh, Brother Ricard Shiar brought out in one of his broadcasts. Uh, a TikTok clip from somebody I don't have a whole lot of respect for, but on this particular subject, she's right on point. Candace Owens. I think Candace Owens is kind of coonish in some ways. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. But on this particular subject, she's talking about what we have to face next as a country and the signs of, you know, being able to decipher what, what they have planned. Let's play this clip from Candace Owens. I want y'all to hear this.
8: It to me that I should probably pay attention the next time the World Economic Forum makes a prediction and calls it inevitable. And lo and behold, they are predicting that a coronavirus pandemic, a cyber pandemic, pardon, is going to happen.
1: Fair use. And what she's talking about is the World Economic Forum. The last time they said that something was coming down the pike was right before they dropped COVID on us. Now this time they're saying something else could be coming down the pike and she's saying, maybe we better listen this time. So that's the context.
8: Exercise that they have run this year. I believe they run it in July. Um, they've been meeting and talking about the cyber pandemic, what it will look like essentially. Uh, their idea is that they're going to have to sanitize the internet uh, because a bug, think of this as like a coronavirus for your computer, um, is going to globally. And the only way they're gonna be able to stop this bug from infecting everything is to effectively shut down the internet, right? And they were talking about bringing down the power grid in an effort to do this. So imagine the government bring down the power grid and you would not have access to anything um, that required an electrical charge. This if this sounds crazy dystopian and like a nightmare to you. Uh, first off, first and foremost, this happens in other countries, right? Obviously in Cuba, when the government needs to stop people from communicating, they just bring down the power grid, right? Um, when the uprisings were happening in Cuba, I believe that was earlier this year, coronavirus time feels like, I don't know if it was the end of last year or early this year, they just brought down the entire electrical grid. Um, but of course Western nations would never do something like that if they do it it's because they need to do it not because they're becoming evil communist dictators but because they would need to do it for our benefit so they were talking about the government breaking down, bringing down the power grid and until they come up with a vaccine I'm not kidding this is their words not, not mine a vaccine of sorts for the internet where they would be able to cleanse it and purge it mm. of all of these things that are making it vulnerable among those things they brought up Bitcoin, which is so funny. That one thing that the government can't get a handle on um, that is representing a threat to them and, and the financial markets, the control of the financial markets would be Bitcoin. And suddenly, in running the simulation, they realized that Bitcoin you know, could potentially be a problem. If you think I'm kidding, you can look this up. It is called a cyber attention signals to me that i should probably pay attention all the right next so it's, time
1: gonna the start, world it's gonna start over there but basically that's the gist of it the world economic forum they just had it biden was there the world leaders was there uh the leaders of europe uk and uh they always have their things on their agenda one of the things on their agenda is population control keep that in mind but they always had these things on their agenda, so this time their agenda, they said that it could be a pertinent threat that the internet could go down. And, you know, they'll make it like it's an accident, but really, they, they want to purge the internet right now because it's too much truth like this coming out. And I, I'm not patting myself on the back because there's people that's much more adept at bringing things out than me. I only uh, bring out what the most high gives me. But <clears throat> uh, they want to stop the communication anyway because this is a time frame where people are enlightened and people are waking up and they want to... People are getting a little too woke for them, for their taste. You know, the Georgia Godstones is talking about depopulation and then all of a sudden they come out with... Uh, you know, all of a sudden we got a pandemic, and it just seems too much of a coincidence for right now, there are many people that will say, oh, that's you know, conspiracy theory. You still got these nutballs out here that call everything a conspiracy theory. But there are so many more people now than maybe ten years ago when we was talking about certain things that have come into the knowledge that what we maybe thought was conspiracy theories. 10, 20, 30 years ago, we now know wasn't no conspiracy or no theory. It was what it was. I mean, shoot, they then came out now and said the government admitted to uh, conspiring to kill Martin Luther King. <laughs> I mean, they about to bring out some information about uh, the John F. Kennedy's assassination, but they keep dragging their feet on that one. I mean, then they they said uh, uh, not too long ago they about to start uh, bringing, uh, expose uh, the knowledge that that's alien, that, that they've made contact with. Alien. I mean, all of this stuff now that was supposedly a conspiracy, now all of a sudden, little by little, it's being admitted. So after a while, everything that you believe is a conspiracy could be true, proven true. Now, I'm not saying every single solitary thing, but y'all need to stop talking about what's a conspiracy theory. Um, I don't know. I digress. This is Righteous Radio where the truth is the sound and we're going to take y'all out with my boy Toby way. passing through till next week. All praises to the most high, another Shabbat Shalom. This
0: world is not my whole
9: I'm just a-